0: Welcome to This Week in Astrology. This is episode number 477 for the first half of September 2018. This Week in Astrology is the free podcast that deepens your astrological wisdom. We always start with a forecast and regularly include other special features. Make This Week in Astrology a regular part of your astrological education. Thanks so much for listening. I'm your host, Benjamin Bernstein, broadcasting from the virtual location of thisweekinastrology.com and the physical location of Asheville, North Carolina. To check out a specific part of the show, including the forecast for a particular date, check out the index at the very end of this mp3. You can also see this index in writing at thisweekinastrology.blogspot.com. On this show, as always with the first show of the month, we're giving away a free session. So somewhere in the show, you will hear me announce the name of the winner. So keep your ears perked for that. If you've ever sent in your chart data, you're eligible as long as you haven't already won. And uh, we're gonna start with the forecast, Uh, a little more uh, flow uh, mixed in with the challenge now. Uh, We're gonna have a very brief announcement section. And then we've got a really interesting uh, listener chart. Um, Lucy has a uh, tight triple conjunction of moon, Uranus, and Pluto, and this Virgo new moon is landing right on top of it. So I will have quite a bit to say about how Lucy can make the best use of that. So that's what we got for you this time. Let's dive in. After all the intensity generated by the three summer eclipses, not to mention all those challenging aspect patterns, it's a relief to see more flow showing up in the astrology for the first half of September. The headliner is a fortuitous Jupiter-Pluto sextile backed up by three new flowing aspect patterns, a grand trine, kite, and cradle. Saturn turns direct, and a Virgo new moon contains both flowing and challenging aspect patterns. A Venus-Mars square and a new double-yod key land on the challenging side, while the seven peaking aspect patterns that started before September are pretty evenly balanced between challenge and flow. Remain mindful, but you can relax now, just a little bit. What's old as we come into September? We've got a waning moon. We have Saturn retrograde through September 6th, Pluto through the 30th, longer-term retrogrades, Neptune, Chiron, and Uranus. And we have continuing a whole bunch of aspect patterns that had already started. Uh, There are seven of them, three T-squares, three grand trines, and a kite. So we've talked about those in detail on prior shows. Let's now put our attention to the forecast for the first half of September. On Saturday, September 1st, Your communication can be both practical and inspired thanks to a grand trine featuring Mercury, Saturn, and Uranus. It begins today on September 1st, peaks on the 7th, and ends on the 12th. With Mercury in Virgo, you can also receive downloads that can help you take the management of your healing activities, organizational systems, and service to others to the next level. On Sunday, September 2nd, Relationship transformation is strongly and smoothly supported by a kite featuring Venus, Pallas, Saturn, and Uranus. This three-and-a-half-week aspect pattern begins today on September 2nd, peaks on the 14th, and ends on the 26th. The intuitive flashes popping across from Uranus to Scorpionic Venus give you direct divine input on how to take important relationships to the next level. You may also be guided to release any relationships that have run their course. The Venus-Saturn sextile will help stabilize relationships as they transform and can help you stand in your authority as you initiate needed changes. The warrior goddess Palace can bolster your assertiveness and help you strategically implement life-affirming relationship changes. Venus also stands for creativity and money. The other three kite planets can also help you to bring about similar changes in these areas. This kite builds upon the grand trine featuring Pallas, Saturn, and Uranus that runs August 21st through September 26th. The addition of Venus focuses the general meaning of that aspect pattern into the specific themes of relationship, creativity, and finance. On Monday, September 3rd, Healing Old Relationship Wounds is catalyzed by a double yod key featuring Venus, Mars, Pallas, and Chiron and the presence of Pallas implores you to be strategic about it. Adjustments will likely be needed from all parties. As always, I recommend the four-part nonviolent communication process – just Google the phrase and it'll come right up – to support a win-win outcome. This aspect pattern also supports the healing of issues around creativity, finances, assertiveness, sexuality, or violence. Also, on September 3rd, Monday – Harmonious communication is smoothly energized by a sextile featuring Mercury and Venus, Mercury, 26 Leo, Venus, 26 Libra. This combination of planets and signs also energizes creative writing and entertaining performances. On Tuesday, September 4th, impulsive, ill-considered sexuality and violence are potential destructive manifestation of a Thor's hammer featuring the Sun, Mars, and Uranus. Steer clear of volatile people and situations if you can. Accidents are also more likely. Don't get hypnotized by your cell phone screen when your attention is needed in the physical world. But taking immediate action on authentic intuitive flashes is a fantastic way to give this challenging aspect pattern a positive spin. With the sun in Virgo, service, healing, and fine-tuning are especially supported. This Thor's Hammer begins today, September 4th, peaks on the 8th, and ends on the 13th. On Wednesday, September 5th, Abundance, abetted by committed partnership, is one wonderful potential of a flowing grand trine with Mars, Ceres, and Juno. This aspect pattern totals almost six weeks. It started back on August 17th, peaks today on September 5th, and ends on September 27th. This grand trine also smoothly facilitates shadow work. This could be done solely between you and the person with whom you're in a catalyst, catalyzed dynamic, or in a sacred container with a skillful shadow work facilitator. Also, on Wednesday, September 5th, your healing work can benefit from extra grace and magic, as Pluto Quintals Chiron. That's Pluto, 19 Capricorn, Chiron, 1 degree Aries. Mentoring can also receive an extra download of inspiration. Finally, on Wednesday, September 5th, watch your words as Mercury quincunxes Mars. Anger or aggression could slip into your communications before you realize it. Used mindfully, this aspect can help make your communications more energetic and entertaining. On Thursday, September 6th, Saturn turns direct today at 2 degrees, 32 minutes Capricorn. The Time Lord was retrograde for over four and a half months, since reversing directions on April 17th at 9 degrees Capricorn. Now is the time to begin acting on the themes you've been reflecting on during Saturn's retrograde. Challenging manifestations of Saturn's retrograde in Capricorn can include workaholism, emotional coldness, and acting as if the ends justify the means. Do you recognize any of these in yourself? If so, are you ready to let them go? Saturn's life-affirming qualities include maturity, responsibility, and good time management. Saturn also represents the wise elder and the ability to plan the work and work the plan. How would it make your life more wonderful to incorporate these qualities more fully into your life now? Planets are most powerful when changing directions. This is because they're holding their energy in a specific degree range for an extended period. Check your chart for any sensitive points between 0 and 6 degrees in the cardinal signs, Aries, Cancer, Libra, and Capricorn. Whatever these points represent, Saturn will challenge you in these areas if they require release or adjustment for your highest good, but he'll support their structure and help you create a stronger foundation if they're aligned with your life purpose. The following is an unsolicited testimonial. Thank you for the healing last night. I went deep and I felt the weak areas of my body being worked on and cleared. It was an awesome experience to feel these areas being focused on one after the other. I will be back for sure as I need this form of healing and nurturing now. That's from Diane from August 22nd. She was a live participant in one of my ease calls, the uh, shamanic awakening ceremony to be particular. Um, ease the embodied awakening support experience offers you free weekly events via phone or web the online recording library over 150 mp3s and counting lets you experience the life transforming power of ease anytime to learn more go to astroshaman.com click services on the menu bar third item down is ease it says ease embodied awakening support experience free On Friday, September 7th, the grand trine featuring Mercury, Saturn, and Uranus that started on the 1st peaks today on the 7th and ends on the 12th. Also, on Friday, September 7th, two of today's aspects are part of the peaking grand trine with Mercury, Saturn, and Uranus that I just mentioned. There's a Mercury-Uranus trine, Mercury, two Virgo, Uranus, two Taurus, and a Mercury-Saturn trine. That's Mercury, three Virgo, and Saturn, three Capricorn. And again, my grand trine interpretation that I gave you back on September 1st helps you understand these aspects in that larger context. Also, we got a lot of events on Friday, September 7th. Next up, you can enjoy more powerful divine connection and inspired creativity as the sun opposes Neptune. Sun, 15 Virgo. Neptune, 15 Pisces. With the sun in Virgo, your inner guidance may be especially helpful in the areas of service, health, and detail work. This opposition could also tempt you toward Neptune's darker expressions, substance abuse, excessive escapism, aimlessness, and playing the victim. If so, give Neptune something better to do by focusing on the life-affirming activities I mentioned a moment ago. Finally, on Friday, September 7th, shadow work, especially around relationships, can be strongly catalyzed by a Chiron series opposition. Chiron, 1 degree Aries, series 1 degree Libra. Use a tool such as my free healing invocation so you can clear that old pain once and for all. To access my free healing invocation, go to astroshaman.com. Last word on the menu bar is resources. Click that. First item down says invocations for healing and awakening. Once that page comes up, the second and final post is a photo of a screaming man and my healing invocation is in that. On Saturday, September 8th, This is a powerful day with three peaking aspect patterns plus two additional aspects thrown in for good measure. For starters, the 37-day Grand Trine featuring Pallas, Saturn, and Uranus that started back on August 21st, peaks today on September 8th and ends on September 26th. This aspect pattern smoothly supports you in bringing your intuitive flashes into a structured plan to support your feminine assertiveness strategic initiatives, and practical creativity. If you can do this in service to others, Pallas and Virgo, all the better. Also, on Saturday, September 8th, that double-yod key with Venus, Mars, and Pallas that I talked about on the 3rd peaks today on the 8th and ends on the 14th. Furthermore, the Thor's Hammer, featuring Sun, Mars, and Uranus, that started on the 4th, peaks today on the 8th and ends on the 13th. And now, those two new aspect patterns. Also, here on Saturday, September 8th, you can take your feminine assertiveness, strategy, and practical creativity to the next level smoothly, thanks to a Uranus Palace Trine. Uranus to Taurus, Pallas to Virgo. And finally, on Saturday, September 8th, are there ways in which an important relationship is not grounded in practical reality? If so, a Venus Mars square. Venus, 29 degrees, 37 minutes Libra, and Mars, at the same degree in Capricorn, may bring these weak areas to your attention for upgrading. The square also energizes artistic creativity and can give you Energizer Bunny endurance in your creative work. On Sunday, September 9th, a new moon featuring two radically contrasting aspect patterns lines up today, September 9th at 2.01 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, at 17 degrees Virgo exactly. Any Virgo new moon is a great time for new beginnings or increased energy in the areas of service to others, healing, refinement, and organizing. Aspects. This new moon has two contrasting aspect patterns, a flowing cradle and a challenging hard rectangle. The cradle contains the luminaries and three slower planets, Jupiter, Neptune, and Chiron, If you want to look at the graphic on my website, I always put this stuff up in writing as well. The cradle is all of the blue lines, plus the solid red vertical line connecting Neptune and the luminaries. This aspect pattern gives abundant flowing support to your new moon initiatives in many ways. The trine from Pluto to the Sun and Moon offers power and wealth. The Neptune opposition offers spiritual awakening and inspired creativity and the Jupiter sextile energizes expansion, luck, and joy. The hard rectangle is a challenging aspect pattern consisting of two 135-degree sesquares and two 45-degree semisquares. Here, again, referring to the graphic on the website, this narrow rectangle is all the red lines uh, and includes the luminaries Venus, Uranus, and Neptune. This aspect pattern can catalyze helpful adjustments in your relationships Creativity or finances. Uranus can illuminate your mind with sudden flashes of insight, while Neptune prefers a constant flow of energy and information. Watch for any challenges in these three areas through the Aries full moon on September 24th. With Venus freshly arrived in Scorpio, be ready to implement strategies for healing or release. To help you with this, I once again recommend the four part nonviolent communication process and my free healing invocation. This new moon's Sabian symbol is a volcanic eruption bringing dust clouds, flowing lava, earth rumblings. New beginnings can be messy. The old order sometimes must be destroyed or radically remade to make way for the new one. Be ready for uncertainty and disruption when starting something new. Stay alert to challenges so you can avoid getting hurt, but also stay poised to take advantage of fresh opportunities. I have a few testimonials from clients. First, understand yourself better. I had such a great time with Benjamin. He was so intuitive on my needs and worked proactively to give me as much guidance as possible in our limited time. If you are looking to understand yourself better and make long-lasting changes in your life, do not hesitate to meet with Benjamin. That's from Sandra A, August 15, 5 Star Review. Next, a new vision. I booked a mentoring session with Benjamin that left me with new tools and a change in perspective that has helped me develop a new vision with my own astrology consultations and business. I'm definitely planning another session with Benjamin. That's from Valeria Torres, August 27, Five Star Review. Finally, a very clear and skilled astrologer. Benjamin is a very clear and skilled astrologer. I trust him to always give me the best quality information possible, deeply appreciate Benjamin's integrity, and would recommend highly. That's from KH, August 29th, another five-star review. So far, 208 five-star reviews on the site. All my services are equally effective in person or long distance, and my guarantee makes it risk-free. If you don't feel your experience was helpful, it's free. You can learn more about my services. Go to astroshaman.com, click Services on the menu bar, first item down, Astrology Plus, second item down, Shamanic Healing. Let's continue with the forecast for Sunday, September 9th. Shadow work is the area most likely to be catalyzed by a 40-day T-square featuring Ceres, Saturn, and Chiron. It started on August 20th, peaks today on September 9th, and ends on September 28th. Libran Ceres represents shadow work triggered by relationship difficulties. The Saturn-Chiron square excels at bringing challenge wherever it's needed for soul growth. Money matters that need your attention could also be brought to the fore by this T-square. If your own wisdom and discipline are not sufficient, this T-square also supports seeking the counsel of a mentor, Chiron, or wise elder, Saturn, to help you put things straight. Finally, on Sunday, September 9th, mental breakthroughs and an enhanced ability to work on complex matters are supported by a magical quintile with Mercury and Jupiter, Mercury, 6 Virgo, Jupiter, 18 Scorpio. On Monday, September 10th, breakthroughs in both shadow work and abundance are catalyzed by a quincunx with Uranus and Ceres. Uranus, two Taurus, Ceres, two Libra. Follow your hunches and stay open to a new approach. On Tuesday, September 11th, Serving others by sharing transformative wisdom is smoothly and powerfully energized by a cradle featuring Mercury, Jupiter, Neptune, and Pluto. This flowing aspect pattern begins today on September 11th, peaks on the 15th, and ends on the 19th. This is mostly the same cradle that featured so prominently in my New Moon interpretation, with the luminaries replaced by Mercury. This harmonious aspect pattern also energizes learning, service to others, health, healing, and detail work. Also, on Tuesday, September 11th, you could be brimming over with vitality as the Sun makes two aspects, a Sun-Jupiter sextile, Sun-19 Virgo, Jupiter-19 Scorpio, and a Sun-Pluto trine, Sun-19 Virgo, Pluto-19 Capricorn. Both these aspects are part of the cradle interpretation in my September 9th New Moon write-up. Check that out to learn more about these aspects in that larger context. On Wednesday, September 12th, the two planets most associated with prosperity are making a strong and harmonious aspect today, a Jupiter-Pluto sextile. Jupiter, 19 Scorpio, Pluto, 19 Capricorn. This aspect will have stayed in orb for 13 months before it finally wraps up on October 24th. Jupiter, the planet of good fortune and infinite expansion, is in Scorpio, the sign of great wealth and power. Pluto carries the same meaning as Scorpio, and is in Capricorn, the sign of worldly accomplishment. You may find it helpful to use a formal Law of Attraction system to show the universe exactly what you want. In fact, I've got one on my site. You can go to astroshaman.com in the search box, type Law of Attraction Made Simple. When the uh, post comes up with the guy holding the magnet in his hand, you found the right one. You can also use this potent, long-lasting sextile to support occult practices, business expansion, and personal transformation. Also, on Wednesday, September 12th, you can enjoy a more ecstatic soul connection in your committed partnerships with Neptune-Quintile-Juno. Neptune, 15 Pisces, Juno, 27 Taurus. If that level of intimacy is a bit much... You can at least enjoy an easier energetic connection and relationship energy that flows more smoothly. Finally, on Wednesday, September 12th, Venus makes two aspects today a Venus Uranus opposition, Venus to Scorpio, Uranus to Taurus, and a Venus Saturn sextile, Venus 3 Scorpio, Saturn 3 Capricorn. Both aspects are part of the kite featuring Venus, Pallas, Saturn, and Uranus that started on September 2nd and peaks on the 14th, and I've already given you that interpretation which will help you understand these Venus aspects in their larger context. On Thursday, September 13th, a kite peaks featuring Mars, Ceres, Juno, and Chiron. It's based on the Grand Trine with Mars, Ceres, and Juno that started on August 17th. The kite peaks today on September 13th, and both aspect patterns end on September 27th. The addition of Chiron as the kite point re-emphasizes an existing theme and adds a new one. Because of Ceres, shadow work was already a theme of the Grand Trine. The addition of Chiron, the planet most directly associated with deep psychological healing, puts strong additional emphasis on this theme. As with the Grand Trine, the shadow work could be done solely between you and the person with whom you're in a catalyst-catalyzed dynamic or in a sacred container with a skillful shadow work facilitator. But the Chiron Kite Point adds a new possibility, you stepping out as the one healing or mentoring others. Whether you're giving or receiving will depend on how much of your own shadow work you've already done. Also, on Thursday, September 13th, Today's Mars Chiron sextile, that's Mars 1 degree Aquarius, Chiron 1 degree Aries, is part of the kite with Mars, series Juno, and Chiron that I just interpreted. And the sextile is most helpfully understood in that larger context. Finally, on Thursday, September 13th, for those who are less spiritually conscious, a Mercury-Neptune opposition, Mercury 15 Virgo, Neptune 15 Pisces, can result in mental clouding and confusion. For those with more divine consciousness, this opposition increases the flow of intuitive knowledge to their human awareness. This aspect can also give you a fresh flow of inspiration that can support your service to others, health and healing, and organizing. On Friday, September 14th, that kite featuring Venus, Pallas, Saturn, and Uranus has started on September 2nd, peaks today, and ends on September 26th. On Saturday, September 15th, the cradle featuring Mercury, Jupiter, Neptune, and Pluto that started on September 11th peaks today on the 15th and ends on the 19th. And today's Mercury-Pluto trine, that's Mercury 19 Virgo and Pluto 19 Capricorn, is part of that cradle and best understood in that larger context. Looking ahead to our next podcast for the second half of September, We're going to have the fall equinox with the sun entering Libra. As always, I'll give you my interpretation of the global chart and the U.S. chart. We're going to have a full moon in Aries, Pluto turning direct, a Mars-Uranus square, pretty intense there. A magical Saturn-Quintile-Neptune aspect, which is great for law of attraction and embodied awakening and Chiron entering Pisces. We've also got two new T-squares and two new kites. So a lot to look at and be aware of. And as always, I'll be here giving you the best use of all these astrological energies. I hope you'll join me. You can hear my forecast on This Week in Astrology, but would you also like to get a free concise version in writing? How about having it conveniently pop into your inbox? And while we're at it, how about occasional bonus articles on astrology, along with simple, powerful healing and awakening techniques? That's what you get with Astroshaman's Shaman's free email newsletter. To subscribe, go to astroshaman.com. You'll see the newsletter sign-up form at the top of the sidebar. And if you like calculating your own astrology charts, why not use the world's leading Windows astrology software and get it for the lowest price available? Astroshaman is an authorized dealer for Solar Fire Gold, which also runs on Macs running Windows and recent Windows tablets. To learn more or place your order, visit astroshaman.com. From there, click on Products in the menu bar and choose Solar Fire Software from the drop-down menu. A free forecast newsletter and the best available price on Solar Fire Gold. Two great reasons to visit astroshaman.com right now. We have a brief announcement section today. Uh, Many thanks to those who sent their charts in in the last month. These include Amanda, Cynthia, Elsa, Samantha, Alice, and Carol Ann. Each of you is now eligible to win a free session with me every month on the first show of the month, and also to have your chart used on the show. And that includes everyone who's ever sent their chart in also. They never expire. I'm excited to share with you an amazing interview series hosted by Christina Maglino. It's called The Divine Soul Ignited. Trust your intuition, activate your highest potential, and live out your soul's calling. And I'm one of the presenters. Sign up for free to receive 30 consecutive days of short yet deep interviews about connecting with your highest guidance, your soul's mission, and your intuition. Let each day be a ritual for your morning or evening. Through these interviews, you'll discover how to let go of limiting beliefs and tune into your highest available light frequency, practical tools for activating your spiritual gifts, experiential meditations, activations, and healings for aligning with your soul's mission, strategies for clarifying your intuition, how to create your own reality, free gifts, and much more. More info is on the homepage of astroshaman.com. Look in the What's New section. If you are in the Asheville area, every third Tuesday we do a shamanic awakening meetup here in my home. Info on that's in the Practical Spirituality section. And finally, uh, I mentioned that we do a free giveaway every month. Uh, Our winner this month for September is Kathy. This is the Kathy born December 20th, 1950 in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Kathy, if that's you, pop me an email, info at astroshaman.com, and we'll get you set up for your free reading. Congratulations. This ends the announcement section. Our listener chart features this month's new moon in Virgo, and I found a chart that has a very powerful impact from that. The chart owner is named Lucy, and she's born November 26, 1964, 9.05 p.m. in Harrisburg, Illinois. If you want to calculate the chart yourself, be sure you come up with Leo rising at 6 degrees 31 minutes and a Virgo moon at 15 degrees 15 minutes. Or take the easy route, go to thisweekinastrology.blogspot.com, where I put her a link to her chart with her name in the index near the bottom. I always do that when I feature a chart. I always run a graphic and include it for your viewing pleasure. So um, Lucy has the new moon align on her triple conjunction in Virgo. Uranus moon and Pluto, it's a moon sandwich, and Uranus and Pluto are the bread. And each of those two outer planets is less than one degree away from the moon. The whole triple conjunction occupies less than two degrees. There's also a a fourth planet in that conjunction, Mars. But Mars is about five degrees off conjunction to the moon. And is not precisely activated by this new moon. So I'm going to put most of my attention on those three planets, Uranus, Moon, Pluto. Before I get into the effects of the new moon, we always have to understand what's going on natally first. So, for starters, a Virgo moon, I have one of those too, is a love of things Virgo. People with Virgo moon typically love service. They love health and helping other people with their health. And they love getting the details right. They love systems and organization and things like that. And those are all true of me too. (laughs) So, there's a great love of that. And then to have the modifiers, Uranus and Pluto, so tight, that's amazing. Uh, in the mid-60s, Uranus and Pluto were conjunct. It was their conjunction that was the main reason why the 60s were so amazing and how they were so radical compared to all the times that had come before. As Rick Tarnas points out so beautifully in his amazing book, Cosmos and Psyche, the best book on outer planet influence I've ever read uh, throughout, throughout the world's history, Um, they always create revolutionary transformation whenever they make conjunction, opposition, or square. And here we have them conjoined the most powerful and they are totally lighting up Lucy's moon. So this says that on the more challenging side, potentially, uh, these guys flanking the moon could make you very volatile emotionally. It's a Virgo moon, yes, but these modifiers are so powerful that in early life, many people with a chart like this, would their emotion would just be you know, that have crazy outbursts of emotion, intense emotions, whether they're joyous or negative, it wouldn't matter. They're just super intense either way. So what I would say, Lucy, is uh, this may have caused or may still be causing a feeling of, oh my God, I just don't trust my emotions. They're just so powerful, so intense, so unpredictable. I'm scared of them. And um this chart is supposed to have really intense emotions, and I recommend you, if you have not already, just come to peace with your emotions as they are. They're supposed to be intense and and powerful, you know. especially the Pluto influence as it's a catharsis thing. It's here to help you heal. That moon's in Virgo, the sign of healing. Pluto is the, the lord of the underworld who brings up the shadow material that you need to work on. So, um, and Uranus not only can bring it up quickly, but he can help you move through it quickly. So I would say, a beautiful I would work with the way your chart is set up, a, a Virgo moon, flanked by Uranus and Pluto, is when you have an intense emotional experience, then fully embrace the emotion. Uh, if it were me, I would call in my healing invocation to my higher self, just say maximum healing that serves highest good, please. And then I would place my attention exactly in the center of that emotion. I would feel it 100%, no filter. And if you fully experience the emotion, it clears. And that's all you have to do. Suffering, uh, for most people, is not being willing to feel the emotion in the first place. And it is the resistance to the feeling of it that causes people to have so much difficulty. If you just feel it, you're done with it. If you really feel it fully, it processes and it clears. Um, As if that wasn't enough for catharsis, uh, Lucy, your natal moon also opposes natal Chiron. Chiron, the wounded healer. As if we needed re emphasis of that message. It's a very intense shadow work chart. It suggests to me, you uh, on the soul level plan this lifetime to do a ton of processing. As I got a whole bunch of stuff from a whole bunch of past lives, let's get them done all in one lifetime. And of course, as you do your own processing, as I alluded to earlier in the forecast, then you get to be the healer, you get to be the mentor, you get to be the one who helps. Um, others with their own transformational process and help them make rapid, quick breakthroughs. So all of these planets that modify your personal experience initially, Uranus, Pluto, and Chiron, you then turn around and embody them as the one who helps others with the same stuff. Um, So it's a really juicy natal setup, I must say. So um, there's other factors in here, but uh, it would be, uh, just to mention briefly, you've also got the moon, Natally trine Jupiter you've got the moon Natally sextile Neptune um, it's a very very powerful chart um, and I, I could go on and on about these other influences that however would go way beyond the the scope of this let's just say the moon is profoundly catalyzed all three outer planets um, Jupiter firing the whole thing up even more um, Ceres the planet of the uh, the old uh, sorrow and, and emotional challenge there too. It's like, it's a perfect healer's chart, you could say. Even your chart ruler Mars with an Aries Midheaven is in Virgo and loosely part of that uh, Virgo stellium. So if you're not already doing something in the way of healing or mentoring loosely, you certainly have the potential for it. Um, so let's now scope, oh, there's one other flavor I wanna bring in here um the moon is well all this is in your second house if one uses the porphyry house system as i do so this says all this potentially could be part of what you do for a living the second house one of its meanings is how do i earn money through my own efforts so all things i talked about could be occupational for you i have no idea if it is but it's a potential for you um And if you have any self-esteem issues, another second house theme, then doing the kind of shadow work I just described will help clear that and give you a very solid and wonderful self-image. Furthermore, uh, the moon is the ruler of your 12th house in porphyry. I've got cancer on the cusp of the 12th. And thus another theme that could be lit up big time here is spiritual awakening and uh, creative inspiration because the moon rules both those things with Cancer on the 12th house cusp, pretty cool. So um, that's probably sufficient natally, uh, incredibly juicy um, aspects to that moon. Lucy, a very powerful part of your chart there. So now we get the new moon at 17 degrees Virgo, landing less than two degrees off conjunction to that moon. That's plenty close enough to light it up big time here on September 9th. So new moon is simply new beginnings. So all the things I just talked about Lucy, whether it's new beginnings in your own shadow work, new beginnings in your own work as a healer, mentor, a sister of others, that's all really big. And um, since Uranus and Pluto also are very powerful for change, it could even mean that you know what you're doing for a living out there could change somehow. Um, when the, this is activated this powerfully, it's a real possibility. So either changing somehow what you're doing out there in the world or, or maybe just paradigm shifting it to the next level is another way that could play. So does any new energy, any new beginning, any revitalization of anything relating to this work I've been talking about, whether it's your own personal work or your support of others, is very powerfully juiced up here. Or new beginnings in the moon as 12th house ruler, new beginnings in deepening spiritual awakening, or expressing your inspired creativity artistically or just in in life flow would be really sweet. Lucy, thanks again for sending in your chart information. And this ends our listener chart segment. Living a harmonious life can be difficult, especially these days when things are moving so fast. You'd think that those of us committed to personal and spiritual growth would have it easier. But sometimes it seems as if our lofty aspirations cause us to face even greater challenges. Fortunately, you have a map to guide you, your astrology chart can reveal a wealth of information about your soul purpose, your optimal career, and your ideal romantic partner. Spirituality, timing, relocation, your chart, when interpreted by an insightful, experienced astrologer, can provide helpful insights into every area of life. And since the moving planets keep activating different parts of your chart, getting astrology updates at least once a year can help you keep focused on what's important now. But astrology is only the beginning here at Astro Shaman. We also offer Shamanic Healing, which can reduce or eliminate physical, emotional, and mental issues. Your Shamanic Healing Session will also equip you with simple, powerful techniques you can use on your own to help you take your healing and spiritual awakening to the next level. We also offer other services to help improve your life, including Awakening Activation, Electional Astrology, Mentoring, and more. All are equally effective in person or by phone or Skype. A digital recording of your session is included, and my guarantee makes it risk-free. If you don't feel that your experience was helpful, it's free. To learn more, visit astroshaman.com. I love my work, and I look forward to helping you. We're wrapping up this edition of This Week in Astrology. Check out our website, where you can hear the show and subscribe to podcast updates. You can also do a single sign-up for two great opportunities, chances to win a free consultation, and have your chart interpreted on the show. You can also donate to support us. Go to thisweekinastrology.com. From there, you'll be automatically redirected to the This Week in Astrology area of astroshaman.com. You can listen to This Week in Astrology on your smartphone or tablet at stitcher.com and please subscribe through iTunes so we can keep our standing as the number one astrology podcast on iTunes. Thanks once again for listening. I wish you infinite blessings as the stars light your way. This Week in Astrology is copyright 2018 by Astro Shaman. All rights reserved, although enthusiastic sharing is encouraged. You can access our free comprehensive audio archive from thisweekinastrology.com. If you'd like me to illustrate the weekly forecast with your chart, please send me your date, time, and city of birth. This also gives you a chance to win a free session with me every month. I welcome your personal questions for my live listener consultation segments. I also welcome your general astrology questions and feedback. Just email info at astroshaman.com. I look forward to making you a part of This Week in Astrology. Here's the index. The overview begins at 1 minute 45 seconds, September 1st, 3 minutes 1 second, the second 3.28, the third 4.44, the fourth 541, the 5th, 626, the 6th, 735, the 7th, 957, the 8th, 1155, the 9th, 1338, the 10th, 1841, the 11th, 1858, the 12th, 2001, the 13th, 2159, the 14th, 2353, the 15th, 2404, next show's highlights, 2428, announcements, 2611, and our listener chart, 2807. Thank you so much for listening to This Week in Astrology.